The NBA season is heating up and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, Monday edition Sports Cards Nonsense. Two shows in a row, I've got the day of the week correct. Feel good about that. I just wanted to say right off the bat, this show may be the hardest show I've done because I, I feel like we're basically already in Florida. You're checked out. I'm not checked out. I'm checked in, but only for this hour and 15 Big minutes pick. after that. So oh, what were you saying? It's going to be rough. Here's what we're going to do today. We're going to bang out. We're going to talk. We'll highlight briefly. I mean, we just talked and broke down NBA. Not a lot has changed. I know we've played a game each series, but it's not like there's been a ton of like hobby changes based on one game. So I thought today we'd kind of mix it up and go baseball to start. We have done a little bit of prep work this time. Jesse has some names. He's ready to just fire them out at us. I don't actually know what he's going to do. But we're going to talk some some buys in baseball. I think we talk real quick, briefly, about the response we got from last week's show. Overall, pretty good response, I thought. I don't know. I don't. I feel like the response we the response we got was good. We have a lot of positive things said. However, it was not about that show. They, I think the, for the majority of people, they liked that we were more organized and had more stuff, but we gotta, we gotta give the people what they want, which is the banter. I'm not saying we're gonna spend 10 minutes on it at the beginning. We're gonna jump right into big picture. Don't try to plan my banter. I'm witty. I'm not, what I'm not gonna have you do is, all right, three minute mark, joke by Mike. Just, let's just get it. Do you this. have a joke? None of your business. We, Here we go. I'm excited. I will say that I was voted wittiest in high school. I have that in the yearbook. I'll We're show that to you. For you. All right. So some MLB hot teams. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Big picture. <laughs> some MLB. MLB hot teams. Go, Mike. What do you got? So I thought we'd focus on a few teams real quick. A couple of different colored socks, the Astros and the Giants. Um, I think there's a couple of good buying opportunities with a few of those different teams. Let's just start off with the least, to me, the least interesting of the, of the four, which happen to be the best team in baseball right now, the San Francisco Baseball Giants. Not to be confused with the New York Football Giants who play football. Those aren't the same team? No. Nope, got it. So there's a couple guys I want to hit on quick because the Giants are playing great. First team to 50 wins. Number one team in all of baseball, wins and loss-wise. Um, playing very good baseball. Not taking anything away from the team. But as far as collecting where they are in the hobby, um, there's a couple names. First off, guys asked about Buster Posey. What do we do with Buster? I don't think anything happens the rest of his career, honestly, that is a big jump or bump in his pricing, period. I think he's locked in as a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's probably a top five catcher of all time already. Uh, but if they go on like a World Series run this year at his age and with his offensive impact, I just don't think it's something where we're going to see his numbers explode. So I think Posey's a very safe play, especially if you're a collector. If the Giants are your team, I'm not going to tell you not to buy him. Very safe. No issue with him. I don't think you're ever going to see his stuff drop off. But the hot guy on the team right now, hot guy, Brandon Crawford, incredible. Can you pull up his stats real quick? I don't know if I had you prepared for that one. Curveball. But Brandon like Stafford is having a crazy good season offensively. He's leading the team in home runs, RBI, or even RBIs, if you want to go that way, that's fine. You're right, by the way. I am ready for Florida. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's what I'm saying. You got in. You were so business right before we started. I, I tried like, to be busy because I was like, if I start goofing around, I'll see, I'll talk about the dogs for the next 39 minutes. I wish you would. Do you know how many people said they would rather hear a podcast just about us nonsense talking 
I let my favorite idea was sports cards nonsense after dark. Nothing but banter. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Bill and Spotify are not gonna pay us for that. Would you have Brandon Crawford's stats for 2021? If you look at his numbers this year, because guys, is, is this a good time to buy? Just the opposite. I don't even I don't know anything about his market right now, and I will tell you this with one thousand percent certainty. Sell everything Brandon Crawford you have right now. The reason I say this in a minute when Jesse's done typing away over there. Give me his numbers for this year, please. Just give me home runs and RBI. All I want. Uh, he has 16 home runs, which is tied for 20th. And he has 50 RBIs, which is tied for 16th. Yeah. Awesome numbers, right? Give, now, do you have his numbers for his past years, like totals on home run and RBI? All right. 2019. Sure. Um, good year. Solid year. Uh, take 11 easy. home runs. How many games? The, oh, I'm sorry. 147. Yeah. 11 home runs. What's 2018? How many games? 151. Home runs? 14. 2017. You're seeing a trend 14. here. 14. 144 games. 14 home runs. Yeah, this is my point. He's been around for like 10 years, 10 plus years. He has never had a huge offensive season. He's having a nice stretch of the first of the of the season. Nice first half of a year. The reason I bring this up in baseball, a guy with as much experience as he has, all of us I just I don't think we're going to see the second coming of Brady Anderson here. That was the dad on the Brady Bunch. Jesse's not sure who Brady Anderson is, and that's fine. I just don't think this is a year he's going to all of a sudden explode and do this great thing. So Brandon Crawford, no, I'm not investing money in him. If you just like Crawford and you have his stuff and you've held it for 10 years, I think his first prospect card was 2008 Bowman Chrome. I believe that's correct. Fantastic. You want to hold it? No problem. I would not expect any sort of hobby bump with him as well. So we're starting with the negatives. I don't think Posey's spiking. I don't think Crawford's spiking. I would hold Posey because he's great, all-time great, no problem. I'm good selling Crawford right now. I think you'll see nothing but downhill from here. I, if his career has told us anything, I don't think all of a sudden he's going to bust out and hit 40 home runs this year. Now, there are a couple of young guys who were intriguing to me in the, uh, like Joey Bart, backup catcher. He's in AAA right now. He's been called up a couple times here and there. He was called up last year, called up this year and struggled. His pricing is way down right now because he did struggle. If you want to throw out some investment money in the Giants, I don't think Joey Bart's a bad buy because we've seen the trend. The the buildup and then the actual call-up is the absolute peak to sell guys right now. We saw that with Kalenic. We saw that with Wander Franco. We'll talk about Wander, too. I do want some numbers because he has tanked off of a bad week of hitting. It's amazing how quick that market's turned. But if you want to buy into the Giants, I'd go Joey Bart. Marco Luciani's at Luciano. Luciani? Luciano? I think it's Luciano. Uh, he was in... Sure, you're going to know this one. His So his first Bowman stuff was in 2019. Bowman came up with Wander and Julio Rodriguez. He's another guy. I think he's in double A for them right now. Young kid. He has had some wicked power with his bat. He's very expensive. Super high rate of prospect. I'd throw some money at him before I would throw money. I would throw money at both of those guys before I would put any money into guys on the active MLB roster. Next team I want to talk about, the White Sox. White Sox are playing great ball. They're a couple games up in the AL Central right now, although Jose Abreu just got hurt, too. I think he's going to the I think DL. they're the top of the AL Central. Sure they are. Heck of a team. I like White Sox on my feet and in my league. There you go. Zing. Um, <laughs> That's weird. It's This is a vacation joke. Just <laughs> golf clap the joke and move on. Honestly, to me, the two most intriguing names are injured and not playing this year at all. Have barely played at all this year. And I don't know if they're even coming back. We haven't done a check on them. So I have heard through some of my highly vetted sources. Louis Robert is coming back. Do you have any Louis Robert injury news updates? I have his pricing. Um, okay, what do you have for, throw me his pricing, actually. Let's do that first. So we're looking at 2018 Bowman PSA 10. Um, Just straight Chrome card, not autographed, correct? 
This is that's correct. Yeah, this so is these, Chrome base. Historically, about a year ago, these hit well over three hundred dollars, very consistent. Now, granted, he's been injured. After the base market started coming down, though, these still settled around one hundred to one hundred and twenty-five bucks, pretty consistently. Where are they at right now? Because he's been out for a month plus. Actually, he's right about one hundred and twenty-five bucks, about one hundred thirty, one hundred twenty-five. And to be fair. When he was down, so yes, he was he was selling above 300 between basically July and September of last year. When he dropped down, he was selling for about 150. That was his low point. The lowest card sold was like uh, $151. Okay, so right but, now is his new low. Yeah, this is a new but low. But 125. And, yes, correct. Here's what I'm interested in. Can you do me a favor and just check his injury news? Yes. Um, I heard from two see. people who were... Somewhat connected in Chicago, actually. How I got these sources, and they're made up anyway, so don't worry about <laughs> it. No, they both were pretty confident he is coming back by the end of the season, if not in line for the playoffs. I'm interested if that's the general consensus on him. If that's the case, and there's a chance he comes back, I think he's a pretty good buy right now. I wouldn't hold off until like a week or two before he comes back. I think you'll miss the boat by then. Um, I also think he can play. I don't think he's going to have the ceiling as even Eloy. I think Eloy has much better power than him and consistently will. But I think Louis Robert is a good buy right now. I think you can do one of two things with him. Short term, if he's going to come back this year, which Jesse's eyes lit up, he's got some news. Well, it looks they they are saying Robert will be coming back uh, this year. This is from ESPN, or I'm sorry, NBC Sports Chicago. Uh, it says he's coming back this year, but this was like as of two weeks ago there's a, there honestly has not been a lot talking about him coming back but at that time they are predicting it's just going to be a little later so here's what here's what this tells me with robert two things if you're looking to get into the robert market you can buy short louis robert louis louis robert louis i robert, think louis whatever. robert if it's not that it should be it sounds great i'm gonna call him robert i don't ever get names right on here nor do i care to so i'm going louis robert i think you can do well with him short term short term or long term short term being this season if there's anticipation when he comes back, I think you can make a quick flip before he even gets on the field, by the way. If it just looks like he's getting ready to come back, I think we'll see his prices uh, indicate that as well. Uh, I also think if he comes back and plays well, if you want to go a little riskier and say, hey, I actually think he's going to come back and play well, and I am I would bet money that team's making the playoffs, you can make some money there. Long term, though, he's a guy who has enough hype where even if he doesn't make any noise the rest of the 2021 season, guys are were so high on him, we're still seeing the remnants of that hype that's why he hasn't fallen off the map in pricing. Because guys have, and we've seen what he could do. Now, he struggled at the end of last year. But I think most guys agree, this is a very good prospect who's going to be a very good pro. I think right now might be the time to buy him. You're getting in very early because he's probably still months away. But I'm not sure where we're going to see that window close. In past times, I'd be like, dude, wait till two weeks out to buy a prospect because you know we'll have news, he'll start coming back. Now it just seems like the hype is always so much earlier than it's ever been. I think if you want to get in, I don't think you're buying at the absolute bottom. Another two months of him not playing, his prices may drop. But I think you could safely get in now and hold, text message, and hold until the end of the year and do well. Uh, Eloy Jimenez is the one who it doesn't seem like he's going to come back this year. At first, it was like, well, maybe in time for the playoffs. At least what I'd heard recently I, I was actually all prepared to say the same thing about Eloy. Do you have anything on him news-wise? So, yeah, actually, that similar that same article that said that um, Robert would be coming back later in the season, they said they're optimistic about Eloy, but it's not. They, they still have a wait-and-see attitude. Yeah, so Eloy, to me, is a riskier play. 
I think it's kind of the same timeline. I think he's going to be a few weeks after Robert. Does he make the postseason roster? I don't know. Is he called, you know, what's his rehab stint look like in Dublin AAA? The difference is we've seen Eloy crush the ball in the bigs for over a season. I think Eloy is a very good buy as well, and his pricing is down right now. But he's got a couple things working against him. I don't know if he comes back this year, and Robert has so much hype around him. It's like guys overlook Eloy, which I hate. Because I think Eloy is a better power hitter. I don't think it's close. So Eloy Jimenez, especially for guys who are looking for something just slightly lower, a little lower cost, his is going uh, 2019 tops, PSA yep. 10, is going for about four thirty five bucks 40 bucks yeah so that's just so. his flagship tops the 2019 yep. i believe that is series two he came up with tatis and alonzo in that product 2019 series two tops just flagship paper psa 10 for 30 or 40 bucks i mean i'm not sure how you go wrong there what was do you have a high on those uh so as of so they had a similar peak back in august of last year um in march of this year so about 80 bucks yeah 85 so you're talking bucks. 60 65 percent off their initial peak price he's There's not a, a bad pop on those two you could collect a number of those probably pretty yeah easily. he's not a i mean he's not that's the, the struggle with him is is he coming back this year anyways white Sox, same thing on the active roster i'm not super impressed with anybody there i think i'd throw money at robert first eloy second all right moving along my your Boston Red Sox. I'm a Chicago Cubs fan through and through, but only <laughs> sure. because well, only you're because just a I'm, sports fan in general. <laughs> I've most only, would argue. I've only ever been to two baseball games. They were both at Wrigley Field. Um, John Lieber, old pitcher for the Cubs and uh, Yankees, Pirates. Uh, he once lifted me up over his head. He was married to my my aunt's niece. Wait a minute. He on lifted, the other side of the family. He lifted you. How yeah. old were you? Okay, I was like, granted, I was like fourteen, Four? but still fourteen in five fifth grade. I was five eleven and one hundred and eighty pounds. I don't know how old I was at fourteen. I mean, I can tell you this much: I was in the solid high twos, lower threes. That's my favorite line of the show. I don't know how old I was at fourteen. <laughs> I don't you. know how much I weighed at nope. fourteen. Nope, you said it right. <laughs> Anybody wants to lift me at the, the Nationals, that's a challenge to you. If somebody right? can shoulder press you, <laughs> what are we giving them? I'll give them 100 bucks. Oh, that's a t-shirt and 100 bucks all day long. That would be Hey, speaking impressive. of, yep. at the show, you won't see these because uh, oh, I forgot. Your background. None New of business cards. Video. New business cards. Somebody at the I National. mainly got them because I wanted to win sandwiches and lunches at places. Yep. But I also just thought it'd be cool to have. And they look stunning. Somebody at the National better reach out to us. We thought we were doing the show. Pretty sure we're doing the show. I'm getting up on the main stage of the way, so you might as well let us do it. So, okay. <laughs> I think it's because we stopped saying the Nationals. On the Red Sox, uh, Rafael Devers. Do you have his numbers ready? He is having a killer season. By the way, we were high on Devers early, and then he just kind of... This is what's happened to him in the past, though. It's almost like he gets forgotten. So I'm almost to the point now where I wonder, what are, Bregman, uh, what are Devers and... Uh, Xander Bogarts have to do to get some serious, serious hobby play. I will say that Devers, though, nothing compared to like, uh, granted, Robert and Eloy have both been injured, but his value has not dropped. I mean, it's it's stayed pretty consistent. This is his. But it's also never been as high. He's also not selling as high as they sell right now, despite the fact that they've been out all year. That's what's weird. They've come up with so much more hype, though. So what do you have for Devers stats wise right now? Batting average, home runs, RBI. Home runs, 19 home runs this year, which is eighth in the league. So, uh, 64 RBIs. Yeah, the RBI second numbers. Second place. Yeah, he's killing. What's his average right now? Uh, average 283. Yeah, a little low 25th on average. 25th place. Yeah, awesome season. Now, what do you have for card numbers for him? Because if, if you remember correctly, 
our two, his 2018 Topps Series 1 PSA 10 uh, flagship paper card was a straight cash homie on here. I, I believe that, for yes. $40-ish. Um, this is his 2018 Topps Chrome PSA 10. This is selling for six, uh, about $75 to $80. So that's what's weird to me, how much cheaper he is than these other guys, despite so, how well he's played. Back he had a he had a weird peak that popped up to a hundred bucks like a week ago, but on average it's selling for about seventy five to eighty dollars. Um, here, here, by the way, here's a card. Let me just throw this before we forget. So the card I'm talking about, that paper card, right now on Card Ladder, current value is about forty eight bucks. That is so weird to me. And we said fifty though, right? I, we were buying a couple times, at it, but here's what's strange to me: that guy hasn't moved in price despite over a season, half a season in. I mean, now he's not Otani and Vlad. But Devers is going to get some MVP votes. My buddy Steve Peralt. I don't know if I'm supposed to call him my buddy. I don't know what I call him. But Steve Peralt had made this the other day. This is going to be like, I'm not sure in what world he doesn't get some MVP numbers because of how well he's played and also how well the team is playing. But his pricing has not moved. So I'm, I'm to the point with Devers now. If you have anything Devers, I think you have to hold until the postseason and hope he makes some noise then. I don't think there's anything else that's going to move his price right now. So 2018 was his rookie year, right? Yep. So I think he played a little bit in 17 as well, but his true rookie year was 2018. Yes. So honestly, I mean, like since he, I mean, this goes back from what I'm looking at for this. Uh, again, this is the 2018 Topps Chrome. Mm -hmm. This is in, this is not out of line for where his pricing has been is right around 60 bucks. Like right after yeah. he started, it was 60. It dropped down to forties. It bumped up to eighties, but like the, the $75 80 range, this is about as high as he's gotten. And I don't know. I feel like this is good momentum, at least, because it's going in the right direction. Yeah, on paper, though, and like on the field, this is a card you, you would think look it would at be higher. and be like, this guy's killing it on a first place team in a major market. This should be, you know, if Acuna, who is down right now, is doing 150, this card should be doing 80 to 100. It's 50 bucks. I just, that's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm not a crazy buy on Devers. Theoretically, he should be an awesome value buy right now. And you didn't lose money if you bought in the straight cash homie. Like, I wouldn't sell, but I'm just waiting. I, I just think you have to wait. See, maybe make some playoff noise. Maybe they make a World Series run. That's all I could see. So, and he's also being heavily overshadowed right now. I mean, Otani and Vlad, and then Tatis when he's healthy. Those three guys are just owning every headline in baseball right now, as they should. But Devers, to me, is a guy who's proven he can have great seasons. He's having one now. Just hasn't caught up. So, Xander Bogart, same thing. A lot of people would argue he's a top three, top three, you know, two, three, four, five shortstop in the league, if not, some would argue the best. I just don't think his market's ever going to catch up to that at this point. I think it's, it's almost like that window's passed because he's been around a couple years too many. So the team, though, I saved them for last, the Astros. This is the team to me you can make some money buying because they have some huge headline names. They're playing great, and it's kind of a mix. So there's guys on the active roster I would buy right now, and there's guys coming back I would buy. I mean, Jordan Alvarez has, uh, doesn't he have 24 home runs right now? You have Jordan's stats? I've got his pricing. Give me his pricing. His Give me his pricing. So, Give me some detail of the card. Uh, let's see. We've got the 2020 Topps um, PSA 10. This is base. Um, yep, Series 1. Just is paper base. 35 bucks. Super cheap. What's a historic high on that, though? Um, he had a brief moment in August of last year that hit 65 uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There was one that's 96 all the way up to just about 100. Um, he had a few that way sold off, for about 100. I don't even know what I was talking about. His 13 home runs, 49 RBI. He's having a good season, though, with them. That's my point. Another guy having a very good year 
and getting no, like, we just don't, he's not being talked about at all. I think he's, an, and he, we've seen him go on these streaks where he can hit a bunch of home runs at once. Now, again, not having the crazy season, but he's batting 313 home runs, almost 50 RBI on a first place team. I would buy, I would invest in some of his stuff right now. Now, if you want to invest in his Bowman auto, his first auto was 2018. He was in Bowman Chrome. Uh, I think he just has, does he have, I can't remember what he's actually got. I think he was a short print, so he has, I don't think he has the full array of color. Like, I don't think there's purple. I think he starts at blue, if I'm not mistaken. Man, I should wait. remember that. Wait, 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 break that down. What do you mean starts so at some blue? Guys, some guys as prospects, like Otani, for example, in 2018, he had his first Bowman auto. His auto came out only like once per every 20 cases. He was a short print base auto. He didn't have refractor autos numbered to 499. He didn't have purple autos numbered to 250. He didn't pick up again until blue, which are numbered to 150, and then every subset or every color below. So you could hit a base, you could hit a blue. Uh, man, I don't know that he had green either. He may have. I know he had like atomics, which are numbered to 100. He had gold, orange, red. But so some guys, when they put him in as a short print, they do that. Other times, guys like Christian Robinson in 2018 Bowman Chrome only has base autos. That's it. No color, no nothing. They'll save that for when they have their second auto, which would kind of be their rookie auto in a Bowman product. They'll put in all the color then. But certain guys, they just don't do it for. For whatever reason that is, I don't know. But um, who are we talking about here? Uh, Jordan was one of those guys. I don't think Jordan has the fuller range of color. I could be wrong, though. I, you know... I know in 2018, K-Rob for sure didn't have color. Do a quick eBay search. 2018 Bowman Chrome Jordan Purple Auto. That'll tell us. Well, I was looking at Card Letter, and I'm, uh, just there it's not showing other colors. Yeah, but him, so. I, I don't know if they would have all the subsets. Check that in Google real or eBay real fast. So he's the guy on the active roster. I think he's a good buy. Carlos Correa is another guy. Correa had peaks where he was like the Tatis years before Tatis was going to be. Young, five-tool type shortstop with power coming up guys were all high on him he had some injury you know injury history playing really well this year i think correa is a solid buy because of how cheap he is he's again selling at about 40 to 50 percent of his peak across the board correa to me is a guy i would i would invest some money in i think though the safest play of any of those guys interrupt me when you have his stuff by the way i was going to mention real quick about correa sure um just for guys who are curious his card is actually uh, so it sells for a decent. Oh, this is for the auto though. That's the one. That's the only one that 2013 we were Bowman at. Prospect Auto. You can get the nine five ten right now for about three hundred bucks in that range. Yeah. Okay. Not yeah. a bad buy for a guy who has a ceiling as high as him. The Astro though, to me, you put the most money into if you're buying the Astros is Alec Bregman. He's going to be back in two to three weeks. Bregman's shown he could play at an MVP caliber level for an entire season. I think when he comes back healthy, his stuff is going to spike. And we've seen quite the drop. I mean, with Houston too, they had the whole you know, trash can scandal and all that nonsense. Houston prices across the board were down. Bregman is the best player on that team when he's healthy, though. I think Alex Bregman is a very good buy across the board. Um, and I think, because I think this team's another one who's going to make a deep playoff run. So how are we looking uh, on the They do Jordan? have a blue wave refractor for Jordan. This is an auto? Uh, no, this is not an auto. Yeah, so I'm just talking about auto. So it would just be auto. Oh, auto nothing. only. Okay, so I was wrong. Jordan does it. He's not a short print at all. My fault. He has... Base, refractor, all the colors, that's fine. K-Rob's the guy from that 2018. So I would still, I'm, I'm a buyer on all three of those guys. In order, Bregman to me is the best. I would buy Jordan second and Correa third. But I like all those guys for the Astros. So there you go. Um, real fast, can you give us an update on Wander pricing? This is my victory lap. 
This is another example of why I sell prospects now, and this has changed obviously over the past year or two. When prospects get all this hype and they get the call up, be ready to sell them. Wander came up and had a three-run homer his first game. Since then, he has not played well, and his prices have affected that for sure. What do you got for Wander stuff? And and I'd like this over the course of like the last week, like kind of from his call-up. You're prepared today. Look at you. This guy. Card pricing? Guy's got it. Ready to go. Please Ooh. don't patronize me. Don't, Please don't. Don't compliment me at all. <laughs> Stop it. Awkward. Uh, June 21st, selling for $330. Bucks. Um, that's about... What are we, thirty? What is about what it got about? to? You got to give. Oh, I'm detail. sorry. 2019 Bowman Wander Franco PSA ten. This is Prospects Chrome. So it's card. Chrome Prospect card. 2019 Bowman. Got it. PSA yep. ten. Selling for about three thirty a week ago. Uh, as of today, or I, I'm sorry, as of yesterday, it was selling for two fifty. And those things, when we talked on that show a week ago, there were some that had already started hitting four hundred when we were on the air. Yeah. Remember, that was the one It's like it hadn't even caught up yet because there were sales of $400. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even after that, it leveled off at 330 Guy has a couple bad games, and all of a sudden, it's 250 the, That's why I always say the prospect game is a, is a volatile game, man. It's like the penny stock market to me. It's super crazy. I will say it's still up, though, Like because right before he got called up, it was, he was selling for about 220 Okay, so still, so, yeah, so if you've been holding them, but the problem yeah. here is if you've been holding, it's not that you lost money. You can still sell it and make money. But you miss that window. That's the so to me, it's just another. It's indicative of the fact you need to be ready to move when stuff. If you're in the game to buy and sell, you need to be ready to move it. That's it. Um, okay. In fact, I bought a Wander Franco. Oh, whoa! There was breaking a, news, Tom. <laughs> take it away. I, uh, no, no, no. I was just Tops uh, had a card for like they. Oh, they the Tops now. Out, yeah, the Tops now card for it was like ten bucks. I was. Did just you get like, it you in know yet? What? I haven't gotten it, but okay. I. Did purchase it, so interesting. Look at you! You're up. You're up. We're players now, boys. I say. (laughs) I say to myself, looking at where we are in the market, I feel like now may be a time to start buying some cards because I feel like, if nothing else, we we may not be at the low point, but we're definitely not at the high point anymore. And I think that now's some time to you could make some money again. You know who I'm high on as well. Some I was talking to a guy about this the other day. Um, Willie Mays has a documentary coming out. And Willie Mays is is a very old man. Now, trust me, this is... Every time we talk about Willie Mays... The first of many pump and dumps. I own two mid-grade Willie Mays rookies. The 51 Bowman, the 52 Tops. So yes, I am heavily invested in Willie Mays. Uh, However, it's about 60,000 bucks. Maybe a little bit more in those two. However, guys are starting to say now too, all of a sudden we start hearing a little bit of chatter like, hey, what's going to happen when this guy's documentary comes up? Hey, why is this guy... Now, and I bought in too high, by the way. I bought in like December and January, spent too much money. You can get both cards I have cheaper than I paid. Um, oh, wow. I will not sell until his prices spike because of, like, it, sadly, because of death Don't. or because of the documentary. But I do think Mays now, even his prices, I know vintage baseball guys will tell you vintage never dips. Look at the Mays market over the past four months. There's been a huge decline in Willie Mays pricing. Not a bad buy right now, but I would not buy Mays stuff with the, with the like, hey, I'm going to flip this in a month. I would buy Willie Mays stuff if you were just a Willie Mays guy. You want to own an all-time great, like super nice vintage card. Now's the time to buy it. Uh, or if you are in the flip game, hey, in the next six months to a year when the documentary comes out, if something happens with him, you could be ready to flip it then. But Willie Mays stuff, guys were talking about it and somebody had asked me, like, you still have that? I said, I'm just not selling. I, I refuse to sell Willie Mays rookies at a loss. So there you go. 
There you go. Done. Um, before we finish baseball, or did you want to talk about the playoffs at all? I want to talk about whatever you're going to say right now. Well, I was going to mention basketball, which would then eventually segue into uh, the Jordan card. So go basketball. Um, well, one one last baseball note. Then the other thing, go. you know, I, I talk about the length of the season is too. It's just so long. You always have like these ebbs and flows, these peaks and valleys. The nice thing about baseball coming up in the next few weeks, NBA and NHL are done. That takes a lot of attention away from the game. All of a sudden, there's this, you know, we have this one two month period of time where there's nothing but baseball on. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it helps the popularity. Now, you know what I'd like to talk about? Basketball with Jesse. <laughs> um, what are you thinking about your boy Trey over there? Um, I not not that he's not play, he, playing. Well. I mean, last that, game he played okay, but the, well, the game, ref, what was the it? The refs out there getting it. That was unfortunate. He stepped, I don't know if you saw this at all. He like, after a shot, he kind of backpedaled a little bit, stepped on a ref's foot and twisted his ankle. Um, irritating. Here are my biggest, we're doing this very condensed because we did all basketball the other day. I have the exact same feeling on Trey. If you want to buy him right now because you think next year he's a top 10 guy unquestionably and they're going to make another run, fantastic. You think, hey, they're coming back from 2-1 and they're going to beat the Bucs and go to the finals and flip it short term. Fine. I have no issue with that either. If you're just telling me you want to buy him, you're a Trey collector and you feel like this might be the floor because he's going to catch even more fire next year, you know, again, I'd kind of stay away from the base right now, but buy his stuff now. I just don't know with high-end or numbered or nice Trey stuff we're going to see much negatively impact his pricing going forward. Um, but there are some guys who people are getting a little bit optimistic about. Lately, too, I've noticed a few other content. People call themselves content creators. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I'm going to call them drips with microphones. <laughs> have have been like very reactionary with some of these things. And I would almost guarantee we have at least one well-known donkey in the card market space start talking about Ooh. Chris Middleton in the next couple of days. I guarantee just somebody does it. I bet. I, I'm, I'm sure somebody's going to talk about Chris Middleton. He's been fairly quiet and went absolutely nuts last night and played awesome. Do not need to go out and buy Chris Middleton cards. They're not going to move. I, I don't, you don't care, think so? I don't care what he does. If you're, if you're looking to move them, if you're in the Middleton market, again, we're breaking it down. If you're in it to flip, if you're in it long term, if you're a Bucks fan who just likes Chris Middleton, don't ever sell your cards. Awesome. I'm happy for you. But don't ever listen to some donkey who tells you Chris Middleton cards are going to spike at any point this season, no matter what he does. It is not going to happen. It's not an inflection on him. He's a good player. What do you have to say? You're covering your face. I would like I would like to know, when you say spike, what kind of increase does that mean to you? Well, what are you seeing on your screen right now? Okay, so mm, I'm looking up from a week ago. They were about 180. What are we talking about? Again, I need As details. yesterday. What are we talking saw, about? What card? 2012 Prism, uh, PSA 10 base. Is that his rookie? I don't know if that's his rookie or not. That's the one that is like it's the first year of Prism. Right, first yeah, year it, of Prism. It's the one that seems to be one of the more popular cards. Uh, from 180 last week to 250 as of yesterday. Interesting. You still don't need to be high on him. Sell him. That's my point right now, though. After last night's game, there's this talk that Middleton stuff. I could very well be wrong. And if we are, I'll tell you on... Uh, what day of the week? I almost on <laughs> well, Thursday. We don't I'll know you. what day we do it. But if you're buying his stuff right now with the thought that you're going to flip it, I think you have missed the boat on Chris Middleton. That is my my point here. He is not spiking after one game. I would be shocked. We're going to recap this on Thursday's show. That's going to be the first thing we do. Is honestly make a note of this. First thing we do is Chris Middleton pricing updates on Thursday's show because I think you're going to see a lot of people talk about it. You might have a couple people that actually sell it and do well. But by and large, if people are talking about it today or tomorrow, 
you have missed the boat on Middleton. That's okay. I think there's plenty of other people to invest in. I just, that's a guy who I think people are going to get overly hyped about. And all of a sudden, Chris Middleton's the guy on that team because he can close and Giannis can't. Not he's the guy. Everybody knows Giannis is the guy. But I want to know on Thursday because I just feel like when he see his name across a bunch of stupid podcasts and YouTube shows the next 72 hours. I think I think he has spiked. Sure, I think but I think it it's would, happened. Yeah, I, I think that at this point, if Giannis doesn't, because that's the other, that's the flip side of this coin is, and again, looking at the 2013 Prism his uh, base, PSA 10. Yep. One, first off, that Middleton card had a pop count of 222. Uh, again, for the PSA 10. The Giannis card has a 2600 pop count, and we're talking values uh 1800 was the last one sold about $1900 yesterday but that's the thing his card has continued even though it did hit a low point of about 1300 about a week and a half ago Giannis is still not getting any real love in the card value market I think it's cuz he's so high already Okay so that's what I wanted to know do you think he's overpriced at this point no, because his peak was 7,500-ish, 7,200. I think at 2,000, I think we'd see a spike if they go to the championship, which I think they're going to. Okay. But that's it. I don't think there's anything crazy happening there. By the way, Middleton sold today. Here's what's weird about the Chris Middleton PSA 10. That is his rookie, by the way. So you had a 295 best offer. I don't see the actual price. But before that, 200, 173, 190. Yeah, so see, I, that's not a $250 card right now. That's two, you, can still, you can get this thing for like 200 bucks still. But that card that you're looking at, that was before the the ones that sold. That was before the game yesterday, right? Right. Because so, this would have been a sale yesterday. So the twenty seventh, two fifty. So on the twenty seventh, on the twenty fourth, one seventy five. On the twenty seventh, two hundred, and then two ninety five late last night. But it's a buy it now. So did somebody actually pay that? I'm just not convinced that that card has jumped that much. Now, if you want to tell me it went up ten percent, fine. But I'm just saying, don't go out and don't believe all this hype with Chris Middleton. It's just not worth so. It. The Bucks win the championship. What do we see? You think there's going to be? I think there's some spike, but again, I just don't think it's going to be. And I think that's the type of guy who, as soon as that run is over, most people are not. Because here's the one thing we don't talk about either. It's easy for me to sit here and say, "Hey, buy now or sell it right now." Anybody can go out and buy stuff right now. It's very easy to do. But to sell cards for a lot of people, if you're not set up on all these platforms to sell instantly and cash in, cash out, I mean. When are you going to be able to sell things at the absolute peak if it's a short window? See, that's what people don't take in mind. All these guys just come out, oh, buy this card. Buy, it's going to spike. Buy this. Well, is it going to spike? Are you going to get the card in hand first of all? You're going to go out and buy it. Someone's going to ship it to you. Are you going to have the card in hand and have it sold during that spike? Or like the majority, are you going to kind of miss out on it? Because with a guy like Middleton, I just think it's going to be a very short window if we see any type of big spike at all. And then you're just stuck with a Chris Middleton card. And at the end of the day, Chris Middleton is not a top 25 guy. Yeah, so I just don't I don't love that play. I would rather just take the Giannis stuff and take my chances with his final spike because that's not a short window. If he wins a ring this year, the day after game seven of the finals, I don't, there's not a massive drop. So um, the other side of it, 3-1 Suns. Yeah, I, I still stand where I'm at. If you've got campaign stuff, I'm selling that right now. Cam Johnson uh, has seen a nice increase. I'm selling Cam Johnson. I do still like DeAndre Ayton, though. Man, he has proved to be a legit center in the league. I saw Kawhi is out. Um, yeah, Kawhi hasn't played a game this series. Game I don't know if he's yeah. coming back he's, either. Well, he's still not going to be in yeah, game five. Not good. Least. Chris Paul's come back. 
man, what a legacy bump for Chris Paul, too. I'd like to see. That's another straight cash homie I'd like to do a follow-up on. That PSA 9, 2000, was he 2005 rookie? 2005 tops, P, just tops paper, PSA 9. Yes, it's base. I think we were saying buy like 180 to 200. I don't care what it is now, but I do. If they go to the finals, he makes a run. I'm curious where that card ends up. And Devin Booker, same as the other day. I'm still buying his stuff. He's, he's Wait, what did you say that Chris Paul was at? Uh, I think our buy it now. I think our straight cash homie was like 180 to 200. That was two months ago during, you know, market quite a bit hotter. Has it moved at all? 180 to, because I'm looking at the Chris Paul top 2005 tops Chrome. Not Chrome. PSA 10. Tops. What? P First of all. Oh, just tops. Not tops and chrome. PSA 9, not 10. Oh, okay. All so, right. Because there was a big disparity. Oh, for two. Right. What's that car doing, though? What's his Topps Chrome PSA 10 doing? Well, let me go back oh to it because you said. Where's you your photographic like memory? I hire Rain Man. I hire Rain Man, and Dustin can't remember the toothpaste. I count. don't. I only have some features of Rain Man, not the good ones. Um, <laughs> the fashion sense. <laughs> Excellent driver. 12, 1250 is what it's currently going for for the PSA 10. $1,250. Yes. That is weirdly low too. And that actually there it That's went high up. high though, right? Um, Cuz it was below 1000 for a long time, wasn't it? Uh yeah, for a good period of time. I hate to say it cuz I don't like Chris Paul, but I'm not sure he's not a very good investment long term as well. I mean, when you look wait, at wait, like Wait, 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 wait. Rephrase that. You're not sure he's not a very good. So you I'm think not sure he is he's a good not investment. isn't a good not investment not long term <laughs> not. Double negative makes a positive. What does a triple negative make? I don't know. Ever, no one ever gets past a double negative. That's my point. <laughs> Expand your minds, people. Um, wow. Yeah, Thinking. long term, I just feel like Chris Paul is one of these guys, especially if he gets a ring or at least get... And I, I think they're winning a ring this year. I really do. The way they've played has been creepy. Um, you just put him in perspective. I mean, Dwayne Wade sells for way more than that. LeBron is 10 times that, even now he's down. Chris Paul for 1200 bucks for a PSA 10 Topscorm rookie? Not a bad buy. Um, but give me the PSA 9 Tops card. Because we were suggesting this too, kind of in the height of that market. I'm curious. I wouldn't be shocked if that's below 200 bucks right now. Let's see. PSA 9. This is the one where he's like holding the ball in front yep. of him, right? Yeah. Correct. Um PSA 9. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. We did good. Um, It's selling for 230 right now. Really? Yeah. That's not a bad and it's, price. I mean, for the last few weeks, Steady it's climb. been over 200s. Um, I think the, the dip back in... Late May, the from late May to the first week in June, it was selling for about 120. It dipped down to that. But, but before and after that, it was in the 170s or up. Interesting. We'll revisit so. these later. Couple new releases this week. Mosaic Soccer comes out tomorrow. Uh comes out Wednesday. First time they've ever made Mosaic Soccer. I believe this is the, the first year of Mosaic Soccer. I don't know anything about the product. I don't know anything about who's in it. I have no clue. Um, I don't even know what league this represents. It, it's like mosaic <laughs> soccer. It might be Euro mosaic note, soccer. Listen to what we have to say. <laughs> this is what I know from every other card market ever. First year releases of major brands always have done extremely well. 2012 Prism, huge. You know, Prism football first year, massive. Mosaic basketball from last year did really well. Like there's just an anytime to me, if you can get this stuff for an affordable price, Price shop, but I don't even know what it's at. I think most places it's about 400 bucks a box. I think that, and I think the soccer market is continuing to grow. I think that is a product that will do well over time. So I like I like it for that. 
Now, if you're telling me, hey, this guy is not in it, the checklist is weak, it's the wrong uniform, fine. I think the fact that it is the first year of Mosaic for that product is a huge positive and will overshadow any negatives that may come from it. So there you have it. I'm just looking real quick. This is the 2020 slash 2021 Panini Mosaic uh, Euro Soccer Hobby Box. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's going for $3.95 on uh, blowout cards. Yeah, okay. Um, so if you can get it for like three, I just think that's a good... Again, we're talking, so and Soccer Wax has done really well on the singles side as well. The soccer singles, aside from a couple big names, haven't dipped anywhere near like other sports. So, I, so I like every that. box has at least one autograph. All right, five silver prisms. Yeah. Um. Do you have any? You don't have soccer. We got one. Yeah, we actually got one case. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. yeah, me and Eddie did. Um, Noir Basketball is the other new release this week. We'll talk about it more on Thursday. Noir Basketball comes out Friday. Noir is one of the best products of the year. Noir is unbelievable looking. Too big of a checklist. There's a bunch of crap names that shouldn't be in there. It's expensive, but the high-end, nice noir cards are ridiculous. I would what never. What is noir? I don't. And I'm not even familiar with this. No, I no, would... no I... oh, it's just a Panini product. I would never buy a personal box or case of it. I don't think it's worth ripping. But I would absolutely chase the teams. Like I, that's another product. One of the few I will buy my Celtics in a bunch of cases of noir because it has awesome autos of vets, especially like if you're chasing a, a team. I think Noir at the spotlight autos are great. I just think Noir is an awesome product. So these are like horizontal cards, right? The spotlight autos usually are. And they have the sneaker autos. Like I had that Kevin Garnett sneaker auto was a cool card. Oh yeah. So these do look actually pretty cool. Um, a little good news for the hobby guys. The Jordan uh that is seems to be the quintessential uh card for what we base the card market uh doing as far as if it's up or it's down. The Michael Jordan 86 Fleer card. There you go. Just sold for 270000 as of Saturday. And that was with the buyer premium of 20%. It was 270000 All I know is that's a good sign, at least, that we're seeing a leveling off. It's not like what we saw the other day when that card mistakenly sold for 180000 So, Yep. No, it's a good sign. No question. Um, I also saw an article where it was like, why do we judge the card market based on Jordan being down right now? Like, guys got all up in arms about it. Well, the whole market's down right now, so maybe it's a decent sign at least. I don't know. I'll tell you what's not down. The Kim Kardashian card that sold a week ago for $3,500. It's, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, at, at the Nationals, or Nationals, I feel so uncomfortable. 50-50. Ever since got, someone said it, it's in my head. Um, I am, that's what I'm, I'm going to be looking specifically for. Not Kim, but celebrity autograph cards. Sure. You're, we're excited for you. Okay. Thank you. I have a couple things I was supposed to remember here at the end. Uh, oh, first of all, some guys that asked, we did a live box break for John and his kid, Matthew. Um, they did a 2018 flawless box. It's on our Facebook page in the group. We, he ripped it live. We did like a lot. So it was like a split screen, me commentating and him and his kid ripping actually had an awesome case. It was just a solo briefcase 2018. So I asked him ahead of time, like, who are you looking for? His number one guy was like, I'd love a Vlad card, Vlad junior rookie year. So he had some nice stuff along the way. Last two cards, one was a cleat card with a, it's like an inch thick, a full game used cleat from Ichiro, which has got to be worth four to 500 bucks. And then the very last card that came out was the encased rookie auto of Vlad. Oh, wow. This kid oh, and his dad were so pumped. That's like a $400 <laughs> card too. Well over a thousand bucks in the briefcase. It was pretty awesome to see. How much is a, a box, a, a case of flawless though? That's pretty expensive. That year, probably it? like 1200 to 1500 it would cost you. Hard to find right now. Sold out most places. Um, so that was cool. We also had an announcement. We did this on our other socials. I want to mention on the podcast too. So PC Sports Cards, who we, one of our recommended consigners, we use five-star seller as well. Uh, five-star cards, rather. 
uh, and they're great because they do raw and graded. PC is graded only for the most part, although they may be opening up raw as well. But PC is doing some giveaways. So if you get things to them to consign before the show, you'll be entered into a giveaway. If you find them at the show and give them stuff to consign while you're there, you'll be entered into a giveaway as well. He was supposed to email us back. I'll be honest with you. Josh never returns emails. He messaged me on the Facebook. I Dang never it, remember. Josh. Fa- well, it's his He's fault. He's too busy I, losing weight. Well, it's his fault. I told him, I said, make sure you email Jesse. Instead, he sent it to me on Facebook, which I'm not opening Facebook right now. So that's your fault. But check out PCSportsCards.com for your consignment needs. Uh, also, Josh, if you decide to respond to the email, let me know if I can have some table space at National. I would like to set up next to you. I need a little table space. Thanks, Josh. I need table space at National. Like a half a table for a couple hours on a couple days only. That's it. I'm not asking for miracles here, folks. That's not a lot. I don't think that's a lot. Someone make it happen. Uh, we got this question, too. When are we going live on Whatnot again? I don't actually know. Uh, we are going. So currently the plan is, for uh, at least the foreseeable future, we are going to go on at least once a month. And we're going to shoot for the third Friday of the month. So that being said, July the uh, 16th is the next planned one. So okay, July 16th, I'm going to should be a good time. Um, I don't know how, what all we're going to give away with cards, but there'll be some giveaways with some breaks. It'll be fun. OK, uh, I got a couple other questions that tie in with these sponsor announcements. Anyway, I want to mention them while I'm doing it. So another thing I was going to mention, you know, we've done you guys have done a lot of SGC talk. I say hey, for other options to grade, though, where do we go? I also work with Nick Piper. Nick Piper. So Nick Piper walk off submissions works with Eddie. They own a card shop together out in San Jose. Eddie is my partner in the breaking business. So they're kind of like a one-stop shop. You can break with Eddie at Geo Breaks on Facebook, and he just hands the stuff over to Nick to grade. So walk off submissions is the group name. And his kind of like his pitch to me is always like, hey, it's like one stop. We'll review the cards, make sure like they kind of clean up, they'll wipe off the surface, you know, make sure your cards look good. But the biggest thing they do, they have a review service. So if you're a guy like me and you don't need that, don't pay for it. But a lot of guys are like, hey, I don't even, what's this card going to grade? Is this, is it going to be a six and it's not even worth grading? For a couple bucks, Nick will review the card for you. And he usually does it live in his group too, like live assessments. Hey, this card has a shot at like a seven, not worth it. And they grade to PSA, BGS, CSG, SGC, everywhere. And they review your stuff ahead of time. So I always tell people in that respect, if you're just wanting to use somebody who can actually help you a little bit more along the way, because Nash Cards doesn't do the review process, walk off submissions. Beckett Podcast, that kid Eric who hosts that. Th- I said kid, he's probably older than me, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he had reached out about having us on. I don't know if it's me, you, both. I have no idea what. Um, you see this Twitter, uh, Twitter message? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's later this week, right? Or just tomorrow? I don't know. You're supposed to, t- you tell me. I, I think he was talking to you about I, scheduling. I, he asked you, so I, don't, I, I will join if he wants me to, but. Okay, um, we'll check on this. So we may go on that too. I don't know. Um, seems like I, I, I'm not like a huge, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm like a huge fan of the podcast. I don't listen a whole lot. He seems like a super nice guy. So I have no problem doing that. Uh, what about the indie? Indie has some Facebook IMs. You made a note, but it's really tiny. I feel like you missed it. Oh, he had some golden auctions. So the, what's your boy's name? Holland. Oh, Holland. Yeah. Let me see. That super auto just closed at auction. For like four hundred and fifty-five thousand tops, Chrome Super Fractor. So it's the one one. It sold a golden auction. I think it was this past weekend. It was graded a nine five ten. Um, ridiculous. Uh, he also noted, hey, those tops, Chrome nine uh, fives and PSA ten Tatis stuff. Tatis had a nice jump after his three home run game last week, and then there was a huge Vlad sale last night as well. A twenty sixteen Bowman Chrome 
Blue Refractor Auto, so number to 150, 9510, sold at auction last night for 10,100. Ridiculous. And he also messaged me looking for ideas for some content, anything in mind. Whoops, forgot to <laughs> forgot to answer that. Yes, Indy, anything you want. He's been doing good running our socials. He's been putting up like all the polls on our Facebook and Twitter stories. I think he's done yeah, well. Um, I agree. I have nothing else. Um, did you want to talk about the substance, uh, pitcher substance thing? I saw the first pitcher finally got thrown out because of that. Do you think that's a big deal? Do you think that's a well-known thing? Like, like if you're a, an MLB pro, you know, like you walk into a, an industry and everybody knows like, oh, this is done all the time. But if I'm a novice, I don't know that's done. I don't think about it. Is that is that the case here? Like, is does everybody use something on the glove? So not everybody. And it was become the guys who were were becoming a little too blatant with it, I think. And oh, we started okay. seeing hitting numbers down early in the season. You know, hitting is good for baseball, good for ratings. No one wants to sit there and watch it. It's just true. But yeah, I, I also that's think, interesting. So now when pitchers leave the mound, they're being checked. Scherzer's a baby, by the way. Max Scherzer like makes this big thing. He just put out his hands like, you know, just get over <laughs> it, dude. Felt like me at the Chicago airport when we were coming back from the Wisconsin show. I'm getting frisked by security for no reason. People, I implore you. <laughs> I, I used the Jerry Seinfeld line. I did it not worked. get any. That it went security over. guard did not. They did he, not care for it. My favorite moment, we'll backtrack for just a minute. We were coming back from that show when the guy was like, uh, I need to look in this metal box. I was like, all right. Oh, God. He's just thumbing through, I don't know, $300,000 worth of cards. I mean, there was, I brought a bunch of stuff in the lockbox and like 80000 cash. And the guy's like, what are you, What? what is this? <laughs> Well, and taking it out, putting it back randomly, dude, I didn't he, care. He yeah. picked up like the one maze rookie that's worth a lot. He was like, oh, that, I was like, dude, I know. <laughs> listen, I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying it's about a decade worth of your salary in this box. <laughs> oh, I could. You, it's not an insult. He's probably making a great. But he was I, I was like, this is terrible. Got to be a better way than this. And then he's like, what's the cash for? I'm like, let's see. And he had a lockbox with cards in it and his cash next to him. <laughs> I'm going to take I, a swing and say it's baseball cards. You should have said drug money. I bet they we like could have that. had a real fun time. I would have just pointed to you, like, see the big guy? That's my mule. He <laughs> has got go. he's got some stuff hidden away. <laughs> Why would you do that? We got really don't off the rails with this show. I don't know what's happening. Is it Florida? Are we going to Florida? So next week, I've decided we're doing our our normal show on Thursday this uh yeah, th- Thursday this Thursday. week. <laughs> How is this hey, always so hard? <laughs> next week with the holiday, uh yep. Spotify is not. Ronick, jump on here. Let me make sure. Oh, we haven't heard Ronick's voice. Uh, so, Ronick, next Monday, Spotify is not working. Ringer, Spotify, everybody shut down. That's correct. It's a holiday. Okay. So we were going to just skip the show next week because we're going to be on vacation. We we're going to do our Thursday show, me and Jesse, which we will. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here's what we're going to do on Tuesday, though, Ronick, if you're agreeable. I think we're just going to do a little sound off show. Just me, me, and the, me and Ron. I Here's my thing. I bet Ronick was like, Oh man, that's awesome. Ronick's working Tuesday off. I, yeah, where he doesn't, he doesn't have to record if we're not recording. I'm just saying. Well, let's you, get his thought. Why do you keep talking? I, I want to point. I want to point out something about Mike. Yeah, you know what? Before I point out about Mike, Ronick, well, give us your honest opinion. You're on the radio, so it has to be true. Not the radio. Were you looking forward to only editing one episode next week? Well, I have to work Tuesday no matter what. So there's there's work to be done. See, I, I'm not asking Jesse to work. This is a me and Ronick thing. It's it's not even that. It's not even that. I feel like you have a real thing about downtime. You don't enjoy it. You can't. You you can't enjoy it. Here's like my thinking can. on it. It's a podcast. It takes an hour to do. I agree. It's not a hard thing to do. But and I'm not you asking you to come back it? to the beach. I know. I want you to relax. That's what I want. I will relax. I want to come back refreshed. So Ronick, next Tuesday, me and you, 
You don't have to have your camera on. We don't share the video clips anyways. I don't care about that. Just me and Ronick. I'm just going to sound off about a bunch of things. We'll do some mailbag and I'll ask him a couple questions. That's Ronick, you don't have to say yes to that, by the way. I'll do whatever. I, I, I don't need to be on too much, you know? No, that's fine. Yeah, it's going to be fine. a sound off episode. I'll just rant about some things. Sure, sure. We'll talk about card talk, of course. First and <laughs> foremost, we'll talk about cards. I'll do some mailbag and that's it. We're also going to be in the middle of the NBA final. Like by then, we'll know the finals matchup. You can't take a week off then. We're not taking a week. We're going to be on Thursday. You can't take we're a day off. one episode. Can't take a day off. Okay, perfect. So we're in. Me and Monica, we're booked up next Tuesday. The MNR show. And the next <laughs> next Thursday, Jesse's back. All right, perfect. The Thank Mr. You, show. You've done great. All right. Ooh, excited. MJ. We're the MJ show. I didn't think about that. That's a that's meant to be right there. Okay, let's get um, some mailbag questions. And I got mailbag. Mailbag. Um... <laughs> I have mailbag Are these from old last ones? week, too. Oh, I I've got this. both. I've got both. Okay. Because here's the thing. I don't want to cheat these guys. New rule. for re- New rule. I want these. If you have stuff from next week, tell me ahead of time. I will not put out one for this week. I will tell you. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like this because we're, re- we're not recycling, but I just don't like the word. So I wouldn't have put out the post for this week if we didn't need it. That's it's, fair. Say me. You problem. know what? I will say I didn't give you the heads up. Mailbag. That's on me. Jordan Joseph wants to know uh, if trying to sell a large group of cards, low to mid value at once, do you have suggestions on who to work with trying to make space so my wife doesn't kill me? Jordan, where yeah, you feel I mean, for you, bud? If it's really cheap stuff like player lots, like take 10 cards of the same one and eBay them, like a player lot of, you know, Vlad Jr., do it that way. Because other, like really cheap stuff like dollar cards, it's hard to do on eBay because a dollar card, then they got to pay $3 for shipping. It doesn't work. So a lot of times with really low-end things, I would say player lots work good on eBay. Or just blow stuff. I did this today in the group. I had like a 107-card lot or something. A couple $10 and $15 cards, $20 cards in there, but a lot of $0.50 cent to $1 cards. I just put in there like 70% of comps. Like Somebody take this for $125, and I'm done with it. Take pictures of everything, move it that way. I will say, too, that at Nationals, you see like that's big a lot of kids and stuff like yep. going through those those bins. The dollar so, like, boxes. Yeah. But so if you're if not you gonna to set like up at national, them. it doesn't really help you. But uh, I, yeah, your point, true. but but there is definitely demand for them. I think eBay auctions for like I said, player lots, different things like that. I would I would move them that way. If you just wanted to get rid of them, you could sell them like at 50 cents on the dollar to someone who's already set up there and then have them just put them on the table. That's true too. Something like that. Yep. All right. That's Jesse's idea. You're welcome. James Robel Robles. Robles? From the Facebook, who do you think is the best investment going forward, Bo Bichette or Gavin Lux? He's a big fan of both. I saw a lot of guys saying, because you posted that thing on Facebook. Yeah, I posted a thing on Facebook. Who is one of the best buys right now? Gavin Lux came, well, both these guys came up a lot. Bo Bichette, that's actually where I got the Jordan play. A lot of guys are high on Jordan. I like Gavin Lux because of the space on that team and because of the market. And the Dodgers, to me, are still going to be a World Series favorite come the end of the season. But I think Gavin Lux is a good... I think Bo Bichette might be a better player overall, but I think Gavin Lux is a better investment. Okay. okay. Um, I knew, I, it, I knew it as soon as that. it came out of my mouth. You're setting me up. I'm going to put it down. What would you like me to transition to? Like, oh, that's a very nice point. Just just start talking with the That's why we only get five questions a show and you have a recycle bin every week. No, I'll tell you why. It's because you always give me. Dan Lafayette. Or Lafayette. Oh, man, I you know I'm from Tennessee when I'm calling Lafayette Lafayette. Um, that's how we say it down here. Lafayette. Uh, Dan Lafayette we got the name from the already. Facebook. Oh. If a, I'm I just saying, I don't mind to, you read the name, but do if you, you understand read it seven times? The extra time, I would have just gone through it. 
I wanted a smooth it. thing. Yeah, that was real smooth. Because obviously this is going to be a clip. They, I want them to have one smooth clip all the way through. Yeah, please. The Facebook. If Otani stays healthy, <laughs> he uh, is he winning MVP? Or this guy yep. says he is winning MVP. Correct. Will this give him another large bump or sell now while his market's sky high? Honestly, the MVP thing has become overrated. Joker won MVP. It didn't have a big impact. They got knocked out there. It doesn't, it, if it was just in like in a vacuum and that was the only thing happening, fine. But like the MVP award in baseball, if they're not playing anymore because they're not relevant in the playoffs, the bump, you would have already missed the bump. Because um, that's the other thing. He's going to need, that team's going to need to be competitive and playoff relevant at least come September, October. But I, I've said all along, I'm selling Otani. I still, I, as good as he is, I still just don't know that I can trust him or the market to stay much hotter than it is right now. I think I'd still sell right now. Eric Yanni from Thank you. Instagram. This is Yanni really again? How, Didn't we have Yanni really, last no, week? No, this is Eric Yanni. Eric, it's all one word. Instagram doesn't have names. It's different. Yanni It again. doesn't matter. If the MLB has a full out strike next year, which I, is this something they're talking about? I haven't paid attention. I don't know. It's an, yeah, I haven't seen anything about it. But anyways, he's asking. No season at all. What would that do to the baseball card market, do you think? I mean, Jesse, I'll let you take this one. If the entire sport gets canceled for a year, what happens? Well, I'll tell you this. We just saw something very similar to this happen when COVID happened. That's my take. That no. honestly. You think everything's going to spike out of control? I'm not saying it's going to spike out of control, but I am saying that we saw something similar. That's Games not, get canceled. But that's not similar. That's COVID. That affected the audience that watched the sport. Everybody was home for COVID and cards were super accessible. Everybody's on Facebook every minute. That's different than just the sport not being played. I think you just go out and look and spend your money elsewhere. I think it would crush them. I think it would have a super negative impact on all baseball. But didn't they still shorten? They were shortened seasons, right? Right, but they missed a bunch of and times. Was, then they had a shortened season afterwards, yes. I games. thought they were still spiking even during that shortened season. Oh, but they were back playing again. But the COVID spike was not related to the sport not being played i know i just thought it was like due you to the lack right. of being able to have this sport. yeah i think let's just be, say I, we're both right it i think it'd be a big negative okay uh zach did what from the instagram i don't have a way to say instagram the like Inst facebook i think it's just instagram yeah no it's the instagram okay that sounds right i'm heavy on ayton and young should i be selling it all right now even though they both look poised for the finals wait is that even applicable? Yeah. Eight DeAndre Ayton's a center for the Suns. Oh, DeAndre. Yeah, I mean, okay. DeAndre, yep. I don't think there's any reason to sell. I mean, again, if Zach, if you're just like, hey, I'm going to sell one way or the other in the next month, then I would sell Trey right now, and I would hold eight until the finals. But if you're like, hey, I don't actually need the money right now, is this, but is this just going to be the peak for him anyways? Then Trey, I wouldn't sell at all. I would hold him longer term. And Young, I would, I mean, uh, Ayton, I would hold at least until the finals. And if it looks like they're going to win the finals, then I would sell. But if you don't need the money, like I don't think those things are dropping big time in the offseason. So a lot of that depends on what Zach needs, you know, right now. Okay. Jeremy McMurtry from the Facebook. How much does a crack in a PSA 10 case change the value? Ugh, brutal. It, it, a lot, like I'm not buying a PC card if it's cracked. Like I, it has a big impact. I think you can still sell them, but it, it depends. Because you can't just send them in to get re-slabbed like in the old days and you can have it back in a month. You know, if you need something re-slab, you're waiting forever and you're paying for it. So it has a big effect now. Yeah, for sure. I didn't think about that. So was there a time where you could send in a card and it didn't like 
they didn't charge you like to have no, they it always they always charged you you know because it's not their fault you cracked the slab sure but, but if you send it back in it would happen pretty it used to be very quick service it's not quick anymore oh okay yeah um hobby bender from instagram hockey guy here looking to get into other sports are quarterbacks and wide receivers the only positions in football worth investing in? I mean, quarterbacks far and away number one. Wide receivers and running backs are, are number two. Yeah, but but it's not close to. I wouldn't put them in the same category though. Quarterbacks are the investment in football. After that, man. By the way, we're gonna do a show on that too, like a a real football, a vintage football highlighted show. A lot of people don't Ooh. care about that, but it is something we have not talked about a whole lot. And it's a very relevant market. And since no one cares, we're going to do a whole show on it. It's going to be a three-hour show. <laughs> it's going to be great. Me and Ronick only at the beach. We're going to do three hours. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Ronick, stop butting in on my territory, buddy. Careful. All right. He produces anyway. the sound. Ronick, you're doing so good. Um, make him angry. Mm, no, I'm not asking the Michael Ferrario question. He, he gets oh, good on every for you. show. You pass. It's amazing. We get 5,000 questions a week. You always have the same guy in there. Why do you have to criticize Mike? It hurts me. You're my doing feelings. so good. Um, You've actually been much see. better than I thought. I was when you, we first signed on. I was like, I don't know. We're both in vacation mode. It's been a rough week. It has been a yeah. This past weekend, I could have been hit by a tractor trailer. It wouldn't have been any negative, more negative than it was. So it was a long weekend. It was a long week, and I feel like it just kind of spilled. Into Not to this mention week Zoom already. meetings. I told you this before. Zoom meetings oh, with dude. people in Hawaii. That means I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah, one to ten o'clock instead of eight to five. So no thanks. 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Can't wait to hear more about these meetings. You'll tell oh. us later, right? Christopher Al. Al. I don't know. A-H-L? Is that a last name? Anyway, great show on Thursday. But please stop saying Bill's name every five minutes. Keep up the good work. <laughs> there a question, a question there? Nope. I just thought it was I think good. a lot of people, too, missed the boat with the whole thing. Simmons didn't say don't banter and don't joke. We made a bit of a satire-esque show about it. We, and, we and mentioned it a bunch a of times. Far. Yeah, fine. It was in, done in fun. Like it I was. don't need. It I, was fun. Hey, let me just tell you something. If you're ever going to comment to the show, you don't ever need to defend Bill Simmons. We both respect him a lot. He's worth a billion dollars, and he runs the whole show. We do whatever he tells us to do. He's very hands off, which is how great. many people? I only but saw I just, like a handful of people. Oh, a bunch of people Bill. like. Oh, you should be careful with that. Like what? What? He doesn't need you to defend him. He's doing just fine. I would like to say thank you to all the guys who reached out and said how much they enjoy our banter and please don't stop doing it. I'm fine with that too. Bill said that though. That was the point. Just but just start off with some card capture like go into it with hey, there's a new guy who's actually tuning in for the content. Then don't start talking about stupid banter with your dogs and this other crap. Perfect <laughs> sense. That's why we did it and we made a play of it the first show. But we did the same thing today. We just didn't make as much of a show about it cuz we're not going to reuse the same joke. But I don't need I'm to. I'm going to be honest. If it's guys like me and or wives, I feel like they tune in. They hear about dogs and meatballs. They're staying for the long haul. I'm just saying. All right. Well, if not everybody. Our target audience was you and your wife. I'll, you know, <laughs> perfect. The guy who doesn't care about I sports. I said wives. Your wife, too. Yeah, she wives said and guys who don't like sports. That's really the target here. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I think. Oh, sports cards. Move along. Aubrey Harless from the Facebook. You guys have previously mentioned NBA Prism having way more production do you think alternate sports like soccer and UFC Prism are currently being overproduced as well? UFC for sure not. That was one of the most difficult products to get this year. Um, some soccer, soccer productions not even close to as much as NBA either. Um, NBA and NFL are the two that really, really have taken off. Um, but UFC, absolutely not. Now, I'll be curious with UFC Select when that comes out, I think in July. 
But as of now, no. Those two sports have not been mass-produced like the others yet. Okay. Stanley Cup finals are coming up as of tomorrow. I am pathetic. I, no, I don't even no. know. You're going to answer it. Canadians? Mark Hayasatria. Sounds like a so- hockey Thanks, fan. Mark, for the question. Would love <laughs> to know your thoughts on hockey as a whole uh, since Stanley Cup finals are tomorrow. So I Do you actually, have an idea of who's in the finals? Ronick might know this better than me. <laughs> I think it's the Canadians in the Lightning, isn't it? I love how Ronick, Ronick is now even the know? sports guy. Um, I know. Ronick, when's the last time Hill? you sat and watched a hockey game? Maybe like pre-COVID? Yeah, I don't watch it. I mean, so I watched a couple Bruins games uh, when the Bruins played the Islanders. Did you just, are you just talking about the game I watched with you, with your stepdad? No, we watched a is couple that games only? that week though. But okay. I, I like hockey. Like actually, playoff hockey to me is super, it's wicked fast paced. I think it's actually a very enjoyable product. I just don't spend a lot of time watching it once the Bruins, and even the Bruins now, like I just don't, that's one of those sports, like when the guys I grew up with watching moved on from the Bruins, I say grew up with like high school and after, I kind of just lost interest. And I, and that's the one sport that's never captured and brought it back to me. Canadians lightning going at it. I said tonight at there you go. My brother worked for the lightning when I was in high school. So I really liked them. Martin. Saint so you're Louis. pulling for the lightning. Yeah, sure. Is Martin St. Louis still playing? <laughs> guys have been retired 15 years, probably. Him and Vincent LeCavalier played for them. Actually, Russ got a game-used glove from one of those two players. It was actually pretty awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Oh, cool. Move along. <laughs> Hop along. I'm going to tell you, Andrea Velezvisky, Yep. that's my guy on Lightning. I think he's going to really... Sure. I think if you're if you're investing... Heck Andre's of a talent. Guy. He's the one. All right. Um, I have a bunch of more questions. How many more do you want? I don't know. Do a couple more. Right, let's go. Um, when are we all collectively going to start a sports cards nonsense marketplace to overtake FeeBay? What's FeeBay? eBay. Oh, oh, they're just making a joke. Uh, I will say we are about to hit 10,000 in the Facebook. But I don't allow buy and sell. Like people, people ask that all the time too. Like, can we buy and sell in the group? No, I don't ever want to be involved in something that's a buy sell group because there's too many shady people out there. And it happened once when we first started the page. A guy bought something. The guy just ghosted him, never shipped the card, never nothing. So I had my buddy who has a, a nice job. I don't want to talk, give too much detail. He had I had the kid's brother and father's work phone numbers within like hours and called them both at work and said, hey, your son or your brother is ripping off something in the Facebook group. It's a whole big, we went live and did the thing on Facebook because it was funny. How long ago was this? I feel like I remember this. Four or five months, right after we started the group. And I was like, that's oh, why I don't okay. want to do it. Because yep. if somebody gets ripped off in my group, I just have, I have too much time and I'm too irritable. So if I hear about that stuff, I just go crazy. I'm going to call you at work. I'm going to show, I'm just going to go nuts. It's just, it's a waste of my time. So didn't you do something like that? You went live and then he got mad and then there was a thing. Okay. Oh, well, don't rip people off, but that's why I don't allow it. I don't want to, it's too much work. There is selfishly too. There is zero in it for me to do that. Yeah. I have no, I have no interest ever being involved. Yep. Chad Torelli. With SGC graded cards sometimes trading at a significant discount to PSA, do you anticipate the gap will close over time, or do you see this as a valid play right now? Say that it will SGC close. What I'm sorry. So, do that. you think the gap in the pricing between PSA and SGC, where there is where there is a significant gap, do you view that as closing over time? I see. Yeah, I think so. Because we're seeing, I mean, again, we're talking about SGC. There's a number of people talking about it. They're still providing good service and fast returns. Yeah, I think it closes. I'm not saying it's going to catch PSA, 
But for the amount of time it takes to get it back and the initial cost, I think it's still a valid play. One thing, though, people do say, well, oh, I'm going to buy SGC 10 so I can cross them over to PSA because they trust the SGC grading service. But they're like, for resale, I could just cross it over. I tell people the same thing. You're going to pay hundreds of dollars to do that. And when are you getting the card back? I don't think that's the smartest play either. I am in it to buy it and sell it as a SGC card. Okay. Last last sports card question I've got here. What is the this row hundle? I like that name. Rohundle. What is the best value to sell inserts in general? Would you recommend selling singles or attempt to collect all and sell as a set? Yeah, singles. Because no matter what the insert set is, there's always going to be some names that are way more desirable than others. Why tie up the money and do it if you're going to do that? I'm all for set collecting. I collect sets myself. But even then, if I'm going to collect a set, I don't want to buy the whole set complete. I do it for the chase. Like I'm still working on that. We've been talking about this for months. I'm still working on that um, 2001 sign of the times autograph set in football, but I don't want to go out and just buy that whole set complete. I want to take the time and buy some at shows and find them on eBay and do that. Like I enjoy the chase. So if you're just in it for the flipping game, I wouldn't waste time with the set, sell them individually. That's mailbag. That's mailbag. So we have Thursday show like normal. Then next week yep. we'll go Tuesday, Thursday. Yep. There you go. I, uh, guys, um, feel free to reach out Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I, I need ideas for things to do at the beach. I'm already bringing a metal detector. Um, I, I, oh, we're I gonna don't go know to where car- to buy There's oversized a card hats. Shop There's a card shop down there I, I Googled and found. So, But an actual serious question, though. I want to know where to buy an oversized hat for my head. If you guys have large heads and you know where to get like you a want good beach hat. Oversized for your head? I just no. I just need an oversized hat for you would be a normal size hat for me. Gotcha. I, said, I have a large hat. It's a massive head. head. And I just need a, I need a beach hat. I need something to keep the sun out of my eyes. What about a cowboy hat? You ever thought about that? Like a 10 I, gallon? I didn't until you said that. Now I'm kind of, I mean, it would work. All right. A 10 gallon cowboy hat. Oh, can you imagine the pictures? Cause I'm, I already got some beach shirts. I got a shirt with sharks on it. I got a shirt with flamingos on it. He's excited. I am guys. I want to go. Let's you know do what? it. I'm going to, we need to end on this last, very last note then brought to you by the ringer podcast network, Spotify. Listen to it. Awesome. No problem. I've noticed the last couple of times we've got an invite to your house. It's been very specific. Only us. Maybe not a good night for the dog. Are you done with the dogs? No, I, the dogs are two full grown dogs that don't listen to you. And so you end up chaining them up and then you're just holding on to them all night. It's not as much fun when you guys aren't relaxing. You realize they're coming to Florida. Yeah. Well, there'll be a yard there, though. That'll be nice. I can yeah, and I, I have no problem with that. I'm just saying, like, because the last couple of times we wanted to come over, just like, hey, come over and let's chill. And then you're like, you have to hold the dogs the whole time. It's just not as much. I'm doing it for me as well as for you. Okay. I just want to know the overall sentiment. I love the dog. Don't get me wrong. Oh, so it's a, is this a wife thing? Is this a Sam thing? Oh, God. No. If anyone, if anything, I'm the one who always is like, babe, right, can see I you just Thursday. tell them? That's it. We're done. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye, Bye. guys. <laughs>